Welcome back to the vendor table. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Michael. We have a guest. <gasps> Hi. Hi. Oh my God, that was terrible. <laughs> Girl so, time. Yeah. I'm outnumbered. Sucks All right. Suck. So we're here with Jennifer Boyle. Hello, guys. Jen from Jennifer B Events. One of the best wedding planners the best. in New York. Oh, thank you. Don't make me blush. Thank um, you for having me. Pleasure to have <laughs> you here at the vendor table. Welcome. Take a seat at the vendor table. Welcome. Welcome. I'm here. I'm so uh, excited. That's like the best way I should intro, like when we have a guest. Well, take a seat at take the vendor seat. table. I hate it. No, I like it. No, you it. don't. I hate it. You don't hate it. Don't do it. I'm going to do it all the time. <laughs> so, you're our first guest. Yay! I'm so excited. Welcome. Welcome. So I'm this excited. is exciting. So we've been talking about having guests on for mm -hmm. a very, very long time. And our first guest, we always wanted to have a planner on. Okay. So we're excited to have you on. This is a little planner perspective. Okay. But before we kind of get into it, I want to like intro you. Okay. And like get a little Cliff Notes version of your story. Maybe like how you got started. Like maybe what, what did you do before planning? I don't it's know. Very, do yeah, it's very interesting. So I fell into catering. I went to school to be an accountant. I know. Boring. Um, I was counting the ceiling tiles on the wall while I was learning accounting. Um, I graduated and then... I was engaged and he wanted me to be a housewife. And I was like, no, I want Put to work. <laughs> um, and then I fell into catering and I just built my way from the bottom to the top. Um, started learning every aspect in catering and started putting policies and procedures into place in catering facilities. Um, then moving on up, then I became um, an in-house event planner for one of the prestigious catering halls in Long Island. I did like 300 weddings plus a year, finalized, make sure everything was perfect, um, make sure everyone had their vendors in place, all the details. Um, I did off-premise, so I dabbled in a bunch of things. Also, country clubs, so I literally learned every aspect in the industry. And when did you start on your own? Like, when did you decide to branch off on your own and do so, Jennifer B events? So five years ago, um, my daughter was born. So she's going to be five in like two weeks. Um, so when she was born, I wanted the freedom and I wanted to have a flexible schedule. And I was like, if it's any time to do it, it's to do it now. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a lot of back from a lot of vendors in the industry and they had a great reputation of being super detailed and team player and working together. And I spoke to um, actually a photography studio. I remember it clear as day, I was standing on the street in New York City and I was having a call and I was like, how'd you start your business? How, like, how do you do it? How do you know you're going to succeed? And he's like, if anyone could do it, you could do it. And then I just quit my job and I never looked back and it's been successful ever since. I'm super blessed. That's awesome. And yeah. I feel like it's a very similar story to how we all got our start. <laughs> you just have to just rip off the bandaid yeah. and you have to double down and invest on yourself. Take that leap into entrepreneurship, 100%. right? 100%. Yeah. It's like the most exciting thing you could do. Absolutely. And, you know, you're an independent mama. That's Absolutely. Like, it's really exciting. It's yeah. 10 times harder, but I enjoy every aspect. I love being super hands-on in my business, the marketing, the sales, um, organizing the flow. So you dabble in, you, you have your hands in everything? Everything. Okay. Everything. How many employees do you have? I have 10 underneath 10. my umbrella. Damn. Not all full time. Okay. So I think I saw on your website that you have a combined like seventy plus years of experience all together. Yeah. 
That is insane. So one of my lead day of coordinators, uh, she's been in the industry longer than me. So I've been in the industry for 15 years. So yeah. Wow. So you've got your shit together. Yeah. And you know what? Anyone that comes on board, I do train them. Okay. So they don't have to have experience, but experience is definitely a plus. Mm-hmm. But I like to, you know, everyone has their own method to their madness and how they have their flow and how they want to represent their business. So I do train everyone. That's all. I, I, everyone there female? So it's a female business? Mm-hmm. Most of them, but I do have two gentlemen that work with me. All right. More all right. like my major D's and my captains and setups because I can't, I could can flip tables, but I'm getting up there. I don't want to hurt my back and all that stuff. So right. understandable. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's like exciting. So like, all right. Like we kind of mentioned this with you and like, you know, being a mom and everything like that. How, um, the question I had really is like, how do you balance running a business and being a mom? So that was a struggle in the beginning. I definitely struggled. Boundaries is number one. Um, I think you have to set boundaries. It's hours. I'm not saying that you're not going to work a lot, but you need to set specific hours that you're in the office and when you're not in the office and shutting it off. It took me a while to perfect it. I'll be honest with you. Probably like three years into my business and I finally perfected it. It's boundaries and batch working. I think that's like... Yeah, we just talked about that in one of our recent episodes about how like when when the clock runs out and it's time to be done in your office, it's done. Well, they got to keep in off. mind, like our industry is always going consistently. Everyone thinks that we're 24. I don't know why, but everyone thinks it's 24 <laughs> seven business. I don't know why, but when they go home from their jobs, their boss doesn't bother them. They can go home and go to sleep. Our clients, unfortunately, I don't know why, but they think that it's from any hour. They have full contact to you. It's probably 24/7. even more for a planner. Like I feel like. Yeah. like oh my god. Like yeah. It's probably like, like I think as a photographer, I get a lot of emails and a lot of calls like at eleven o'clock at night, and I'm like, whoa. But like, and I love my clients for I sure. Tell, and I tell them they could do that. Ditto. But, but yeah. at the same point, like I feel like for a planner, it's probably elevated. It's probably Time, so it's times much worse. Five. It's probably it's, so much It is worse. ten times worse, and I love every minute of it because I say, like, if I'm if I'm available and I'm laying in bed and I can't sleep, I'm going to answer an email. Yeah, but if I'm sleeping and I want to chill, I'm not going to answer email. It's answer like, oh my god, Jen, I need new linens. I need linens. What color linens do I buy? Yeah, like, right? yeah. Like, yeah. Like, painted the blush. You're right. Yeah. Or hey, what? When is my rehearsal dinner and time? And I'm like, what? You know, like you don't have that on your schedule like your wedding silly in two years yeah exactly <laughs> so this it's prioritizing everything and also scaling the client back a little bit and i always tell clients you have to walk before you run so mm-hmm. you might be thinking so far in advance and i'm like no we have to secure a florist before mm-hmm. we do tablescape rentals and this like there's a certain method to the madness so it's also just reeling them in a little bit yeah mm-hmm. You give yeah. them boundaries. You like, like, we we talked about this like a, a few episodes ago. But like, saying no to a client. Like, do you have? Do you have you said no to a client like a lot lately? Like, or is it something that like you try to yes them to death, or is it something that like no. you got to rein them in? So this is the first year in my business that I started saying no, um, because people have to hear no, um, you. or you give them alternatives. Obviously, there's different causes and different situations but i've been telling people no a little bit like managing expectations like maybe their expectations are way up here but it's only possible to do it here or or explaining it yeah like 
that's not feasible. Yeah. You mm -hmm. have 15 minutes, you can't do all of your photo. Or like when people want to go to the venue and there's only an hour and a half or an hour before the ceremony to take all the pictures, like that's not possible. Sorry, or the buffer time, I, like I'm such a logistics girl, buffer times and schedules. To load people on a party bus, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, it's not two minutes, sorry. There's mom hanging over there, she sees this person, that one's pulled in five million directions. I'm like, I don't care, I'm allowing for 15 minutes to load on the bus. Like everything shouldn't be down to the wire because things do happen. Absolutely. Everyone has that Absolutely. one ride. That's a flight, a flight yeah. risk. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> can't find them. Where are they? They lose something. They can't carry their own bags. Everything. I always feel like it's the uncle, like during family photos that they can't find. It's like Uncle Jerry's like in the corner smoking a cigarette or something like that. Yeah. It's always the uncle that you can't find. <laughs> or the brothers. Or the brothers. Yeah. Bride's like brothers. The brides the bride's brother. Always it's the always the bride's brother. Bride's brothers. They Come run on. away. Yeah. They, yeah. You're like, and, and the, you, you have the, like the fiance looking for him. I don't know where he went, you know. It's just... So that's why I have, it's always a team. So even yeah. my lowest package, the day of coordination, it's a team of two. Okay. We come fully equipped with radio headsets. So while the assistant's looking or the coordinator, the other one's with the photos. So it's great for us to communicate, like found them, located, on their way, sending them over. So it's... It's like a you're like a secret agent for yeah. sure. After people That's say that all the time, I want sick. headsets. You need the headsets. It's less running around. I'm doing a wedding at City Field this year, and I'm investing in headsets because of how big the building is. So you have to, yeah, have to. Logistics, it's a must right? have. It's, it's a must have. I, I'm so excited. Because if someone is, it's, oh, it's a no brainer. No <laughs> brainer. Michael, Michael, come in. Uh, Fuck you. Yeah. Ten all, four. All, all day. Yeah. All day. All that, day. Like that's. We like I, we use the walkie-talkie on the the watch on the the Apple Watch, oh, and it never works good. But I'll always. I don't like, have one. Of those. I don't have one of those either. Uh, I'm like I don't even know what that I'll is. I'll do it. With, I'll do it with Meredith, and Meredith is like, "Can you just fucking call me or something?" Oh my god. <laughs> so um, this is a question that I think a lot of people don't know the difference of, and maybe you could break it down. Okay. But differences between a planner and a day of coordinator. All right, like being a uh -oh. full service planner. <laughs> Ooh, is it spicy? Is it a spicy one? Uh oh. But there are differences. For sure. Okay, and there's also venue coordinator, right? Oh my God, yes. Okay, so you want to break it down? Yeah, so there's uh, three major differences. I'm just going to kind of go in and we could dive into it after. A planner is someone that plans your wedding. They are outsourcing all the vendors from photo, video, entertainment, florist, all your vendors. They're going to be interviewing. They're going to negotiate all your finances, plan your whole entire wedding. Your wedding coordinator comes in two to one month prior. You plan your whole wedding. They just coordinate and making sure everything goes smooth, organizing your day, making a timeline, making sure nothing slips through the cracks when they're confirming with the vendors and making sure everything is perfect the day of the wedding. Their best interest is the bride and groom at the end of the day, okay? The wedding uh, coordinator at the venue, or venue coordinator, they have the best interest at the venue. They're just organizing the venue stuff. They don't know, they don't care what's going on in the morning. They don't care what's going on at church. No one's there at the church. No one's setting up your flat lay. No one's telling the bridesmaids where to go. They're not organizing your morning. They're not doing your timings, your shuttles, nothing. They don't know that your flowers are not supposed to be pink and they were supposed to be all white or no greenery. They're just focusing on food and service and any of the vendors that are coming in there, making sure they have the insurance and stuff like that. It's very surface. Okay. 
Okay. Broken down. Do you need me to elaborate a little bit? More? No, that was really that, that was broken was actually down beautifully. Very, I get that question a lot. That's I could tell. I feel like you were like you were prepared you for that. Well, I am. I'm all of them. I was in a um a, a venue coordinator. That's how we first met. Yeah, actually. yeah. Because I was working for a studio that was preferred at yeah the Inner New High Park where you were yeah. working mm-hmm. at the time, and that was what 2016 probably. Maybe? Meow. It's a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was there for seven years. I was like my little home and my baby. True love at first. I know. Oh, I love you. God, stop. Um, but yeah, Shut it's up. so it's so different. It's in depth. Like I feel like a wedding coordinator. It's still a luxury service, mm-hmm. but weddings are so expensive now that everything went up forty percent. By the way, everything mm-hmm. went up forty percent. Weddings are so much more money, and everyone's investing, and they're getting more complex and details. Oh that God, a yeah. lot of these venues and. They're only focusing on themselves. So having that coordinator, make sure everything goes perfect, that mom could be mom, dad could be dad, bride and groom could enjoy and live in the moment. And the coordinator just worries about everything and make sure everything goes smoothly. So it's a luxury, but it's now it's becoming more mandatory. Well, so you kind of you kind of mentioned it right there, but you get a lot of crazy requests. What's your craziest request that you got, girl? Come on. Um, Let's hear it. So one of my grooms for dinner did not want to eat the venue food. So he wanted Wagyu beef from Capital Grill. I had to pre-order it and I had to have my girls go to Capital Grill and get it at a certain time, certain temperature to give it to the chef. It was like a whole big thing. Holy shit. Yeah. Mm. They're my favorites. I'm trying not to curse on the podcast, by the way. I told my mother-in-law I wouldn't curse that much. (laughs) I I told my mother-in-law no such thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love cursing. Holy shit. The nicest people on the planet like nicest but he likes his wagyu beef and it had to be from capital grill i mean i kind of get it i get it too it's your wedding day so but at the same time that's it, a lot that that i that's feel like that's a lot like and i feel like at the end of the day it's not going to be perfect because it's not coming off the, their grill we oh, did no there was instructions there was oh, certain temperature so they had to pick it up at a certain time i had to pre-order it so it came uncooked uncooked and they cooked it at the venue yeah and, and the chef had to give way. specific instructions on how they cook it at capitol grill and a certain temperature because you can't have it cooked like all the way through whoa yeah wow that's impressive though that's impressive i bet he really enjoyed it yeah every time we go, they, we still go out to dinner us all the time before the wedding oh, we I always go that. to capitol grill mm-hmm. and we always get the wagyu beef it's so funny yeah so do you still like remain in contact with like a lot the of bride contact? actually yeah. called me today this morning oh, facetime awesome. me she's the reason why i got a, um an iphone a while back mm-hmm. we was planning her wedding and she's like i just need to see your face when i'm talking to you and ever since then i got an iphone and she always facetimes me it was two years ago her wedding oh she's on, she's on her fourth baby well She's had, you know, whatever. But um, she calls me all the time. That's amazing. We go out, yeah. So, so do you have like good personal relationships with your clients after weddings? Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I go to dinners. I'm working out with one of my brides tomorrow. Like, I love to stay in contact with them because mm-hmm. I tell them like, as much as you're shopping for me, I'm shopping for you. hundred percent. Because I love my job mm-hmm. and I want to love my job and I want to love working with you and I'm going to be close and I want to, I'm going to know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. We have to be in sync. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a relationship for sure. Yeah, totally. It's not just for money, you know. So how many do you do a year? Do you cap a number? Like, because like you have these personal relationships with your clients, right? Like where you could 
work out with them and you get to know them and all that stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, like personally, like I have a number that I cap. What's your number? 35. So, <laughs> 35. That's all I could do. That's all I could do. You could laugh at me. That's fine. Um, but I don't have a team. So, I, like, I, it's me shooting. I yeah. have like independence. And I just started doing associate photographers too. <laughs> but I still want, everything goes through my hands. So, I'm still the one answering all the emails yeah. like, and doing all that stuff. I do all the marketing, do all the editing. So, that's all I can handle as an independent photographer. For you, being an independent wedding planner, mm-hmm. do you have a number that you cap or do you just, you know, your unlimited cap and you just take what you can? Uh, I'm still dabbling in that. I say I feel comfortable taking on anywhere from 40 to 50 weddings a year, mm-hmm. but I like to space it out. Okay. There's months that I don't want to take and I like to kind of map out my time. I know my peak months. May, June. Yeah. May, June are my peak. Then it's September. Really? Oh, yeah. So, so May oh. and June are your peak because like September oh, yeah. and October are my life. October, I'm I'm, I don't get those brides really. Oh, A my little God. I'm bit. slammed in October. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy to think. No, I am booming in May, June. September, a little bit of October, because I do a lot of like out east. So Montauk weddings, you're May, June. They shut down for July, August. Mm -hmm. And then you're picked back up in September. That's crazy to me that you're. you're I don't doing do Montauk winter weddings. And like more spring because I, I love I love either. Montauk in the fall. Like Montauk in the fall is a no, different vibe because everything's closed. That's, but that's what I love about no, Montauk in the fall. It's no. closed. My get, clients want to be like seen. Oh, they want to be out there. Oh, get those people out of there. Sorry. Yeah. No. I'm, a, I'm like a I wanna be seen. local. I'm a, I'm a wannabe Montauk local. I'm like get these people out. No, I want to yeah. be like in there, like oh, somewhere. Mont- no, Montauk in the fall is a different vibe. It's no, like, I went in October and it was. I'm like, where do I have breakfast? It's amazing. It's amazing. No, it was it's a amazing. ghost house. Like, You're, well, ghost no, town or ghost town? We, <laughs> it's a ghost house. It's like the ghost, ghost house. house. They're literally the best places are still open in the fall. So like that's sure. Yeah, it is. It sure. is. She's I'm disagreeing with you. Fall. That's fine. It's, that's fine. But yeah. So like 40 to 50 is pretty good. I like to space it out. I like to personally I like to do either one or two weddings a weekend. Okay. Um, but customer service is big for me, mm-hmm. so I never want to spread myself too thin. And I like to be very present. I don't mm-hmm. want to be a factory. I want to be very present. And I know I like to know every detail on a wedding. So I don't like doing three weddings a weekend. Okay. So are Two you? Are, so if you're doing forty to fifty weddings a year, are you involved in every, everything? Every single one. Everyone. You're on site at those too. No. Okay. Not not all. No. Of them. Okay. Not all of them. Okay. So how many? How many you on site? Like a year, like probably you know, thirty to forty. Okay. Yeah, probably ten so percent. Majority off. of them. The yeah, majority yeah. of them. Dude. But I have my hand on everything. So the sales, everyone finalizes with me mm-hmm. because I'm OCD and okay. Type A, and I need to finalize and make sure every detail. And then, you know, the timelines. I confirm all the timelines with everyone. I just want to make sure that they get the attention that they deserve and need. And yeah. What um what vendors do you feel like you work the most closely with on the wedding day or prior? Who I scream at the most? No, I'm just kidding. Both. Um, definitely photographers work with the closely, uh, close, really close with, um, and florists. Oh. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I wasn't expecting that. Why? Oh, I do I event was. design. That's yeah. like my number one package is Come event on, design. Come on, Lauren. Yeah. Step up your So knowledge. I'm nitpicking I everything. You. you know? I shot more weddings than you. <laughs> I shot more weddings than you. No, the photographers than that. What? <laughs> just saying. Oh, yeah, because I saw that on your podcast. You have done more. I'm just saying. I've never second shot for Lauren. 
That's not because yet. Because I'm. You're a loser. Goals. Just saying. <laughs> well, that's like. And yet yeah, he I, has I, me pose as bride sometimes. One time. One time. Wait, one what time. happened? I had her. Well, no. I always offer my second shooters the ability to do a shot. Okay. I always say, like, you want to do something? Like, Ended up being one of her favorite photos. And she liked the photo, okay? But she also wanted to combine two photos. <laughs> so we were able to combine two photos. Thankfully, Meredith is How a does that skilled even happen? Combine what? two photos? What yeah, does that mean? Photoshop. I'll show you later. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really oh. cool. I'll show you, like, the how I did it. And Ooh, like that. that's so interesting. I actually had Meredith, my uh, second, other second shooter, mm-hmm. like, she's an expert retoucher. Do it. And it was really cool. Like, oh, I was, she did awesome. it in, like, five minutes. She did minutes a very and, seamless, really good job. Yeah. Wow. You'd never be able to tell. Yeah. So wow. if it's the same lighting in the same area and you're shooting from the same angle, it's very easy to do. Such a, a process. It is such a process. It's, oh my such, God. it's such a process. Now, um, all right. Well, you know, I have like certain things I use to better help my business. Okay. Like, like we use CRMB systems like HoneyBook and things like yeah. that to like basically structure like and organize ourselves oh yeah okay like you know we we've worked together we've only worked together one time I, it's so crazy don't even say that out loud it's so, it's so i don't insane. know i feel like i'm embarrassed to say it's only one time only one i feel time. like we've worked together five million times it's i feel an, like i know you it's super embarrassing but I you know, know, we'll right? have to work together more but do you have certain systems or certain tools that you use to better help your maybe your organization or things to better help your business like run yeah so number one shout out to my office manager she is my neck okay she holds on my head to my body without her i would not be able to survive um she's the one that schedules all the appointments keeps everyone alex alex way to go alex you're the best she is you're being a good neck <laughs> she's a great neck. She gives us good neck. Way to keep her head on, Alex. Great job. Good job, Alex. She's amazing. She keeps all my clients reminders. Uh, keeps them on on track with whatever has to be done. Okay and do to me to keep me on track um and then another program i use is planning pod a lot of planners don't use it here in long island that i've really found out but a very well-known planner that i look up to her name is gertie um gertie events gertie Uh design she recommended i was dming her once and she's like one of my idols and Uh she told me about it and that keeps my task flows for everything Uh for my clients and it tells me like due dates when I need to work on linens and florists mm. and this and literally my whole task flow is on there I could not survive without it oh really so does your so we have like CRM systems so we use like HoneyBook which like kind of logs every email on there is that no it's not it's, oh it's, no it's separate okay. separate no okay. so you keep that no. separate 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 that program tracks all my finances for my clients okay. budgets and then my task flow because you have to keep in mind I might have a hundred and fifty tasks to do on your wedding okay her wedding might be a smaller package and maybe I only have 50 tasks but it inserts and generates the due dates based on when Mm -hmm. your wedding is so six months out we have to start working on this so it automatically generates and it also sends me email reminders on when i need to do things remember the days when you just had a spreadsheet and you had to manually put that shit in fuck yeah i do yeah it was was the worst it gave me anxiety i still do spreadsheets don't get me wrong i love my spreadsheets not too like that it's not too long i still use spreadsheets i I use spreadsheets for everything yeah so do i no everything tracks everything yeah color coordinates yeah yeah i 
I love. A I'm such a geek with spreadsheets with all my little you have formulas. Formulas. You're, like you're a formula That's nerd. I'm where like I got such a the accounting nerd. coming from. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, so thank God I don't use spreadsheets. Yeah. To like you know. But the, I feel like why, you need these programs. Like so, I was going to do HoneyBook, but it just didn't make sense for what I was doing. I feel like HoneyBook's more geared towards photographers. Yeah. Than than it is more towards planners. You know so how like, many emails I get? I, I can I would imagine, just be yeah. like. Ugh. Because I get like 50 a day. So I can imagine what you get. So it's insane. Yeah. Like, and like I do. So do you like a photographer that plans a schedule? Like that's like. Fuck yeah. I love, love it. Actually, that's a great question. So you. Do you prefer like when the photographer like has a hand in the schedule or do you prefer having more control yourself over it? I don't fight the control. I don't think that you should fight in control. So all the new planners that are fighting for control, they're the planner. They, everything that they say has to go. I'm not a believer of that. I think that we all bring something to the table. Um, you are going to know and you're going to know how you work the best and how long things take. Some photographers are super slow. Mm -hmm. Some are super fast. So some people want two hours of bride and groom portraits, not saying who, and some want an hour, an hour and 30 minutes. So I'm all for it. I think the more hands on and if you have experience, I, I love it. Good. I, I, I think it's great. I like because, that answer. Because keep That's in mind. That's a phenomenal answer. Phenomenal well, do you do a schedule for your? All the time. Always. Yeah. How far out do you do it? Four months. So you'll so, love that. So four months and then I refine two months out and then a month out I do a final call just to double check if there's a planner or coordinator. I bring the planner or coordinator in to like the whole program yeah. to make sure like, hey, we're on the same page. Usually that planner or coordinator will reach out to me. Yeah. Like and make sure our schedule. So you do it up. in advance, yeah, which is way, nice. Way in advance. So I start doing I do my final for my planning a three months day of coordination. I moved it back because everyone's starting to finalize anywhere from a month to two months. I do two months now. Okay. Um I do a little bit shorter window um but hair and makeup is asking when is the photographer arriving they don't know all these details so they do it like a year in advance do you feel like hair and makeup asks like like i always get the emails from my brides yeah. like a year in advance it's because I'm, they're trying to book other weddings that's yeah. what i figured i figured that i think they sense. have it the hardest in the yeah. industry the hair and makeup that's Ooh. tough it's like a 3 a.m. wake up for most weddings. Yeah. I feel like they, Torturous. Yeah. And they Why? do like, oh, God, I don't know how. So do you I see. I struggle to wake up at like 8. <laughs> yeah. When I start at like a 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock wedding, I'm like, oh. I can stay awake for a long time if I'm working. Like I'd stay up pretty late. But like waking up is hard. Oh, well, I just had a double header at Flower Field. I so hate it already. Get, get this, right? There was, no. It was, wait, it, I hate it already. Like, it, so shot a beautiful, like beautiful back-to-back -back weekend um ended my friday night wedding at 11 right didn't get out of there by the time i packed up i think it was 11 30 okay mm -hmm. got home charged my gear my next day was back at flower field right but she um, just slept there yeah back at flower field for a 8 a.m. start or no 7 a.m. start 7 yeah. 7 a.m. start so and uh she was getting 7 ready yeah start. she was getting 7 a.m. start so it was a day wedding so. and you did what five uh, yeah, I was done by five. So it was it was ten hour day. Like honestly, I was like Meredith got me a frozen iced coffee. Like right frozen as we hit the right. iced coffee. It was so good. So so frozen. Good. Duncan sponsor, please. Okay, I can drink this every wedding. I was fueled. Literally, He's I a can't. lot girlier than he lets on. So, you know what? Just, just I think it's the suits that fool you, and like the day of the wedding that you just. 
throws you off. Oh my God. I said it before, he's very in touch with his feminine side. You have to be, you have to be. If you're a male photographer, I've mentioned this before. If you're not in, if you work in weddings and you're not in touch with your feminine side and you're a male. Agreed. What are you doing? I do like a masculine man, but for weddings or photos, you need to. You need a well, wife. You, you gotta like, turn yeah. it. No, you gotta turn it on because I'll bro out with the dudes. Yeah. Okay? And I'll be like, you know, tackle them, them like have fun, yeah. like you know, like I like I'll I'll bullshit with the guys and then I'll like turn it on for the girls and basically it's like one of my one of my one of my brides actually yeah How turn does that it on. So, hey now. You just gotta like <laughs> Watch you know, work your angles a little bit. So. Well, yeah, you have to view the girl like what what she would like for her angles. And I have to change my personality based on the. Correct. Mm -hmm. And like I often tell like people that are in the industry, like you have to be a chameleon for your clients. And for sure. Because there are clients that are a little bit more reserved and there are a little bit you know, clients that are a little bit more outgoing. Like most of my clients, like I feel like I gel with really well. Like we could like bullshit with and I only take a certain amount of clients because I also have to gel with them. Like when I meet with them, Agreed. Like, I've told clients and I mentioned this in the podcast that um, I've told people that are my clients that you know, I don't think we're a good fit because I just didn't gel with their personality. Oof, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, rough. Yeah, yeah. No, you, but you know, like, I, you, but there's someone for everyone. So exactly, Mike. Honestly, in doing so, like us doing that is really a favor to them because of then course. they'll find the person that is right for their personality. So I've, while like putting yourself, I know it does, <laughs> it does like not feel good for either of us to do that no but, it, it never, I think it's never fair for the good. client yeah though. it it's never the feels good thing that you can do for a client when you're feeling like that yeah, yeah. and I and I'd say 90% of the people that have replied when I've said that were all positive but I was like thank you so much like appreciate the you know except for the one that was like well that's disappointing yeah well, that's know, disappointing not a client not my ideal <laughs> client <laughs> no but you do have to like kind of conform to your client right of course like, so like their personalities they might be shy and like you might have to like kind of get, get that them out, out of them Child. So yeah. and like with a big bridal party or like a small bridal party or like a group of girls, like you have to turn on the flair for the dramatic for sure to make them smile. To I make would know them nothing laugh. about that. Like you're just ridiculous though on a wedding day. Like we've seen you. Like the behind the scenes, just go <laughs> to the behind it. the scenes. <laughs> At the vendor table pod on Instagram. I haven't had one unhappy customer of yours yet. No, you haven't, and you've and I've had brides request her. Oh, I love that. Yeah, they, it's really annoying. I'm just saying. Mike hates it. <laughs> I hate it, but I also love it because we do have a good time on a wedding day. It's always a great time. I'll, I'll pump but your ego. You know what? That's I'll what it's all ego. about. I feel like having picking the vendors for your wedding day. I'm all about the vibes. Positive, happy. This is one day you can't recreate. So pick the vendors that you want to work with and that are going to make you smile and laugh. Totally. For all day. I have a question for you because, and it's, it's not on our list, but it's not on our list, it's not on our list but. Rogue. <laughs> well, I'm going rogue. Um, Mike and I have like a community of photographers that we like bounce referrals off of and have like a good rapport with because we, we like to get along with people in our industry. Um, do you find that you also have like a group of planner friends or is it kind of like a little isolated? So the planning world is a little isolated, but I 
is it more competitive it than, is yeah. it's very competitive but I still talk to everyone um, I still send leads to everyone because it might not be a good fit for me or I might be booked send them out I want to refer this client to someone that's similar to my style or similar to my customer service um, also price points yeah so I feel like we do check in with each other here and there to make sure that we're all in the same line of pricing because we're all doing the same thing almost. So mm-hmm. you're driving market. Yeah. yeah. You do drive the market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why is someone so low and this one's so high? Yep. That's a good point. Yeah. It's, a, it's good advice to, you know, up and coming planners or photographers or whoever, you know, is you don't want to undercut that market, especially if you're of value. Like if, yeah. like if there's a planner at that same level as you and they're charging, let's just say a number $10,000 less than you, yeah. they're undercutting the market and it could, Hurt. have a ripple effect correct that's the whole exactly industry. what we all discussed and like you said earlier i mean like weddings are now 40 percent more expensive than they were so like yeah um that's a big hit but that, you know we all start somewhere like my first day of coordination i still don't even so bad i think i like charged someone like 500 dollars Wow, really? It was like a half of a day. Okay. Then I went up to $1,000, my second one. Then I went up to 1200 Then I stayed at 1500 for a while. And then I just been going up. Mm-hmm. Mike, what was the first session price that you yeah. had yourself session at? Session price? You yeah. start know. somewhere. Honestly? Don't, yeah, no weddings, but like a session. Like a, like a, a one photo hour. shoot. A one-hour photo shoot? Yeah. I think it was probably like 200 bucks. Like, yeah. But this was like Mine 20. Was like 150. I think it was like, but that it was like you probably 24. Everyone's going to start somewhere. 2013 but... inflation, probably like 400 bucks now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I would say, yeah, like we all start somewhere. Do it. This is a good, good bridge into the next question I was going to okay. ask you. Do you have advice for like any up and coming planners or coordinators or anything like that? Like advice to like younger up and coming planners or maybe somebody who wants to get into this industry. But doesn't know where to start. Yeah. So learning from someone, clinging to a mentor is the most important, getting on site experience. I don't believe in the wedding planning college and going to all that and those courses. Is that a thing? Yeah, people go to courses for like wedding planning and they get like certified. I've never even, I'm not even certified. Well, that's like getting certified to be a bartender. No, there's certification. I do get certified to be a bartender. I hated it. I bartended once. I was like, this is not for me. I need to be on the other side. I'm scared to make a drink. That they, but they have certifications for photographers. They it's do. Like master photographer. Seriously? Yeah. 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 Oh my God. What a joke. I yeah. think hands-on experience is the best, but at the end of the day, it's you need to understand every aspect of it. Don't come in like you're the head honcho and just ripping everyone to shreds. Like you need to be friends with the photographer. You need to work with the videographer. You have a bad rep in the industry, you're done. You know, understanding the timeline, understanding how things flow. And it's okay that you don't know. Just start getting some knowledge and experience. Experience. But at the end of the day, it's hospitality. So people forget it's hospitality. It's a service industry. So customer service, at the end of the day, being Mm -hmm. organized and detailed is the most important thing. They're going to take away that 
that relationship they have with you as the most positive thing from the day. Like if you treat them well, the client, let's just say, and you treat them or you treat the vendors well, they're going to remember that. Like I remember working with you, what was that, four years ago? Yeah. Like, you know, and like we had a great time and a great day. Now she's on our podcast. So, <laughs> so but, and we've stayed in touch and like yeah. we've only worked one wedding together. Again, one wedding yeah. together. I'm going to say one more time. I know. One I don't wedding. know how many I worked with you. A lot from your other previous company. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I have I been, would never be but able I was to there all the time. All the time. All the time. But, but, but since you started Gen B events, I don't think I've worked with you once. No. I think, I don't think, it's just all that. over the place. I know we do have to fix that. Are you doing, so you, you said you were doing East End weddings or East End Long Island. Are you doing city too? Are you like, do you, no. you have a market that you specialize like, do, like, or that you try to favor towards? No, I'm pretty much anywhere. Mostly Long Island, definitely not in the city. I think that's a whole nother animal that I'm just, I don't need to go there right now. Okay. Um, I love Montauk, but I specialize in private residence weddings. Oh, yours Ooh, are so my good. favorite. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. haven't had a chance to check out Jen's Instagram, her private residence. You will never know. Weddings, they are my favorite outrageous they're so they're good. 10 times Stop harder it. 10 times harder more logistics again i thrive on logistics i love the production and organizing and all of that stuff and it's obviously it's 10 times more expensive and you know but that's my favorite and and like you're that's where planner really comes into play is those like private residents or those you're building like, something from the ground up yeah there's nothing yeah. there so you, you're dealing with everything from picking the napkins i'm telling like, people when to cut their grass yeah that's... i'm telling wait what about my client that had the sprinklers on while no. all my linens are on the dance floor the whole day i'm like oh my god you had the sprinklers on he's like well i needed to water the grass i'm like no we're having a wedding today what are you doing well so these are things that are things you got to think about, think about. Yeah. up and coming planners and coordinators right wow that so that's that's really like that was really sound advice. I really, I think a lot of people that are looking to get into the industry could take away from that. Um, yeah, just go with, I just feel like just, it's okay to go to another planner and learn. Like I have girls all the time, they want to come in the industry and they think it's rainbows and unicorns and it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts and you're designing a wedding and keep in mind, you could design for yourself and you might dress yourself immaculate, but then when you're designing someone else's wedding, it's their taste, not just your taste. And then you present these ideas and you get shut down. It's a huge blow to some people. They spending hours on quotes and then the client's like, no, I don't want like that anymore. And they're like, why? I spent two hours on that. Mm -hmm. So it's, so it's not for the weak-minded. I must just put yeah. that out there. I get carded or minded. One of those. Both. Both. Yeah. Both. No, it's it's this industry is not for the weak-minded. Anyway. Definitely Anywhere. not for the faint of heart. Yeah, like yeah. you're gonna face criticism and you're gonna get. Oh yeah. You're, you're gonna face negative feedback. Now, how did have you ever had to deal with negative feedback from a client or anything like that? <sighs> no. That's great though. That's awesome. No, yeah. just like if we were presenting a lookbook, but I always say like, listen, when I'm designing your wedding, like it's okay, I'm not offended. This is the beginning stages. We're getting to understand each other and style. So if you don't like anything, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Um, after the wedding, no, because I'm in sync with them. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna know if there is anything wrong after the wedding, it might've been 
another vendor. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know, and then I'm still, you know. Okay, I so wonder then, what other vendor. <laughs> <laughs> what other vendor? Dun, dun. Jen. <laughs> the, no, but that's like. <laughs> that yeah, so maybe something that's out of my control. Yeah. Okay, so planners kind of, one thing my mentor told me is never take ownership of someone else's job and their task or their product. So if they made a mistake, do not take ownership on that mistake. That's not your mistake. Yeah. You know, yeah. if a major D made a mistake on something, that's not your problem. Well you know, it's obviously it falls under your umbrella, but you can't mm -hmm. take that responsibility. All right. So I got a cool one. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. She's got shivers. I got a cool one. You have a dream wedding that you ever want to plan? International, maybe some venue, maybe somewhere like, ooh, like celebrity wedding, something like that. Is there like, do you have a bucket list? Does Jennifer B. Events have a bucket list event that they would love to plan? My own wedding one day. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. She's a celebrity. She's My a celebrity. own wedding one day. Yeah. Who's That's... gonna shoot that wedding? No obligation. I'm never gonna get married, guys. <laughs> That's why it's just a dream. Well, what? <laughs> Poor thing. I'm single, uh, everyone, by the way. <laughs> she's single. Well, she's single, people. She's single. The Well, okay, but like, do you have like a dream, like like that you envision maybe? Like, like you know, like at a location, like like personally, like Laura and I talked about this the other day. Yeah. Like we would love to shoot a wedding in Ireland and or Iceland. And yeah, except like only one of us is actually going. Where, who's going? Oh. I'm shooting a wedding in Ireland. Oh, sure. that's awesome. He's not taking me. I'm not taking her. No, it's it's me going. <laughs> me. Let's eat? No, she's not coming. So fucking rude, right? It's so, that is so crazy. It's I would not... say Italy would be super cool. Lake Como. Okay. I would love that. It's right up my alley. It's yeah. old world, glamour, beautiful, just oh, gorgeous. Classic. Stunning. Classic. Yeah. I would say that would be my dream. That's a yeah. vibe. Yeah, that's a vibe. All day. That's an absolute vibe. Yeah. yeah. I just saw somebody got married there and I was blown away. Somebody I follow on Instagram got married there. I don't know. I don't remember who. But I shot I was, a wedding in Italy. You shot a wedding in Italy? Did you really? 2018. Wow. You didn't tell me this. I don't have to tell you everything. <laughs> well, you know, we do have a podcast together. It'd be a well, good topic of combo. It'll, it'll come up in one we of the podcasts. We are talking about it now. Well, that's really cool. Well, you know, okay. So don't hate on me for shooting a wedding in Ireland. Um, that's going to be amazing. Fine. I'm very excited about that. Drink a lot of beer. I just had a, I just had an hour long phone call with the bride who's actually one of my second shooters, sisters. Mm -hmm. And I was like super excited. She like laid out all the plans and everything like that. And they have like things going on every day. I'm so excited to shoot that so how far in advance do you go there do you um, make like a whole trip out of it so that's what i'm planning now you bring your family so i so next year is my 10-year wedding anniversary oh. so we're gonna go to hawaii for our 10 year but with this it's right around our 10-year anniversary time so we're like maybe we'll make a trip out of it and so that's what we're All planning right, out fair. logistically yeah i love that so um but no i I'll i usually let it slide for your wife yeah well i've done i've done travel weddings and i usually do three days in advance mm -hmm. um for international i mean myself four days in advance yeah and and to shoot the day and then i throw in a lot of incentives like for going out there like i'm gonna basically be their paparazzi for the trip i love like, that like, I love you know paparazzi. like they have a lot of like things they're planning on doing so i'm gonna 
follow them around. Yeah. Um, throwing in like another engagement shoot, even though we did that already. And I'm doing there. like rehearsal dinner coverage, all day wedding coverage, like really, not to say unlimited time, but like, you know. So it's good um, for your portfolio. Yeah, it's stunning. I, I give mean, things away from my portfolio. I'm like, all right. It's stunning. It. I'd be a fool to turn it away. So yeah. like it's, they're getting a lot of stuff That's to how I do felt that. about the the Mexico wedding. It's yeah. just like one of those opportunities that you're just like, I can't turn this down. Yeah, you yes. can't, you can't yeah. turn, turn down a travel yeah. wedding, especially to a place that you always wanted to go to. Yeah. So that's like. That's well, amazing. Uh, oh, so gorgeous. So, so yeah. Now, um, okay. We have like maybe one or two questions that we could, before we like end this one. Um, oh but. We're nearing. We're nearing the end. And we didn't really ask this one. Uh-oh. It's juicy. No, oh my oh. god! Why I'm, get so nervous with the juicy ones? Okay. What's the juicy one? We've all one? had wedding, oh. day, wedding day disaster stories. Oh. We've all had them. We did a whole episode, episode devoted to it, and we're gonna do more. Okay. You but, don't have to name names. You don't have to name venues. You can make up stuff. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. I would never throw my clients under the bus. Okay. But have you had or people a disaster wedding day story that is so memorable that? It's something that has basically been seared into your memory. There's a couple of um, incidents that happened. One was the groom split his pants completely right before the intros. So before the first dance, everything. He was like very muscular and he got his pants way too tight. And I think he picked up the bride and split his whole pants. Did he own it? What, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Amazing. It's the only thing you can do. Yeah. No, so no, so he was like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "Yeah, I made my pants too small." I'm like, why would you do that? He had like a big bubble butt, everything. So I look at all the groomsmen because I'm like, "What am I gonna do?" He needs to have pants, and you could see it. Which one of you is gonna give up your pants? Yep, best man. Switch. I put gaffing tape on the other one, and I was like, "Cause you can't sew it." Hell yeah. Yeah. That, so that was mine. Up to the plate. That that best man deserves the title. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. There was another one that like. Someone slipped my bride, microdosed her. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was seeing them, like, she's looking a little weird. Oh, yeah. That was, I have a lot of funny stories. She comes up to me, oh no, I have a good one. I have another good one. So the microdosing was one of them. Holy okay, shit. then um, oh my, God. my bride came up to me. She was a little intoxicated on her wedding. Usually they're not. Um, and she goes, Jen. I just thought I grabbed my husband's, you know what, and I grabbed someone else's. Um, and I just laughed. She's nice. like, oops, you know? And I was like, oops. Um, All right. It's a memory. Yeah, there's, we had a lot the of court. fun things going on. I wonder on. if she remembered that, though. If, yeah, when, was she like, I don't know. Was she like gone? She was, she was, she was fine. No, she didn't remember. That's she like, picked the wrong picture. Those are the fun things. I mean, you're, it's, it's not really disasters. I mean, those are, those are kind of. It's that's a quirky really thing. It's really funny. It's all the behind the scenes. So I know it's more personal stuff. So all there's right. not really disasters that go on. It's yeah. just fixing the solutions. But there's funny scenarios. And I know more personal stuff that's kind of kind of going on all right that was funny yeah that was funny yeah well jesus well this has been absolutely awesome you were a phenomenal oh first you for guest you came and saw us and did this oh my god thank you for having you're me you're such a wonderful first guest oh my god i hope i did so well i hope everybody learned something great about wedding planners <laughs> yeah they're awesome and you should hire them because they're very <laughs> you necessary absolutely hire one like 
for us as photographers and other vendors that work alongside planners very closely, having a planner or a coordinator helps our day go as smoothly as possible. So advice yeah. for teaming up together to make sure that everything goes smoothly on the day of is like very important yeah, to us. Yeah, it's so important. It may, yeah. be, it may be like a luxury, but it's a luxury that you could really- It's an investment. Like, you could it's really never not gonna be into. worth it. Yeah, it's always gonna be worth it. It's something that any wedding that I've shot with a with a really good planner or coordinator has always gone smoother than normal. And you're a vital resource, girl. Yeah, thanks. Maybe That's we'll work one more weddings together. I know. A vital <laughs> We need to. I mean, Shut I mean, it's been like since like, I don't know, 2019. Yeah, I think so. I have to I go back to my notes. since like 2017. Oh my God. It's crazy. Maybe. But, and, we, and we and we still connected and we still talk. I love it. Love it. I don't know what that what that noise was. That you, just <laughs> you just made. did it though. You did it. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, Jennifer, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on IG Jennifer B Events, or you go to my website www.jenniferbevents.com. Lauren, where can they find you? You can find me at Lauren O'Brien Photo on Instagram, and now. The feral photog on Instagram. Oh, oh, you're unleashing that? I What's am that? unleashing that beast. That is my personal Instagram, which is full of chaos, spicy books, and dog photos. Oh. Okay. Just, Whoa. She does have a TikTok. I also have a TikTok. Know. She posted on her TikTok, people. I did. I've been saying that Lauren has a TikTok. I she can't even hide it anymore because I posted from it because Mike made me do it. And it, was, it was a great, it was a great TikTok. I, I give her credit on that one. No. Well, you guys could find me at Michael Casara Photo on Instagram, TikTok, as well as my website, and you could find us at the Vendor Table Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, which we haven't posted to in a while. I have to kind of Oops. update that one. Oopsies. But guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank well, you. We will catch you next time. Okay, bye. Bye.